0: The Six Pointer Podcast. Hello, this is the Six Pointer Podcast. Uh, Pre-match, joined by Matthew Teele to talk about the uh, team news just come out uh, prior to the Palace. West Ham game Boxing Day um, Matthew so um, it looks like we've got a pretty solid back four for the first time in a long time haven't we so it's uh, to and go, obviously with Kelly playing right back which I guess is the only anomaly there but Sackham Tonkins which was probably our best centre uh, back pairing last year along with PBA in defence it's quite nice to have almost a, a settled um, defence after what's been a, well, a, well, a few weeks of difficult uh, and uh, players playing in well, positions they uh, aren't used to really
1: it is yeah like you say after a few games whereby it's been a bit um patched up uh here and there at the back um and given and that's you know given the strength in depth we do have in those positions uh, I guess when you look at the team it's then further up the field when you have more of a concern wondering kind of where the goals are going to come from Um is Benteke injured because he's not even in, on the bench no I, I,
0: I guess, obviously, the only thing that you can draw from this sort of time of year is that this is a time where squads get used because there is sort of, you know, we've got, what is it, three games in five days or something like that? Um, yeah, midfield, obviously, Luka Milivojevic should probably be sitting in front of the back four with Kote, MacArthur and Mayer uh, behind, and then I, I take it it's going to be Zaha and Ayur up front. Um be interesting to see what sort of role Max Mayer plays I mean a lot of people have been crying out for him and then obviously he came on and made an impact against Brighton but I still maintain which I think that he makes he's, he's better used as an impact sub rather than starting when he when he starts games he sort of fades away I feel but hopefully this is an opportunity for him to prove his worth.
1: I think he needs to doesn't he given um, how many opportunities he's now had and, and the, the little he's really delivered. It, looking at his weather though he's sitting here in my car and it's <laughs> grim. It mm. doesn't really feel like the weather for a, a nice creative player like him, but you know, hopefully, I'm I'm very wrong there. We're sitting after the game saying otherwise. I've 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 got a nil-nil written all over this. I can't see, you know, bar another Wilf wonder show where where the goals are going to come from. I really do hope I'm wrong here, but you know, you look at that team. It's very solid. Classic classic royal team, right? Mm. It's just the ability to get at the other end of the field, bring the ball. Well, that's what we don't have, bar bar Wilf. You know, hoping for another another work. Workhorse-like uh, performance from uh, from IU. Um, and then, yeah, when you look at the bench, very little to change it up, really, um, which is concerning, and it kind of just adds weight to the need to strengthen in January and get some, uh, even if it's not starting 11 players, some, some backup positions further up the pitch. Because defensively, you know, okay, bar the recent uh, defensive... Uh, oh. Patching, up we've had to do. You know, we're very strong in those positions, and and even the patching up, you felt pretty confident with what we had in, that, in those places. Is further up that we we're really struggling, and this kind of team um, is evidence of that. And it's good to see the the younger lads on the bench again. Yeah, definitely,
0: um, yeah, yeah that, that's that's obviously a positive. I think you can take from from these situations that you've got Brandon Peric, who's just signed his first pro contract with the club, um, and Sam Woods also, who's who's made a couple of um, appearances, hasn't he? For Palaces but not really. I mean. In the Premier League, I think he played in the League Cup a couple of times and might have come on uh, late on in the game before, uh, joined by Jario, Roy uh, McCarthy. Jario? 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 One. Jario? J- Jario, J- Jario, God, Jario. Yeah, but we haven't made a already. Uh, Victor Camarasa has overcome from his sniffles uh, and Connor Wickham as well, along obviously with Wayne Hennessy. So, um, yeah, so predictions, Matthew, I mean, you gave it away already. You reckon 0 0 you? I, I, I,
1: well, from our perspective, defensively, we look, we look like. You know we're we're well, well placed. Um, I just can't see us scoring. I don't, I don't know where the goals are going to come from. So so yeah, I'm going for a new one. And at it, least it's a grim day for football as well, isn't it? I mm. I I'll, I'll, I'll
0: go with two one Palace. Um,
1: Who's
0: I reckon Coyote's going to score with his old club, um, and a Luca penalty, um, and for West Ham. I don't care. Martin Noble, scores? Probably. Yeah. All right. So let's hope we're we're sitting afterwards when that uh, Premiership has come true, mate. And Palace have uh, got three points, and I think the way the league is, is structured at the moment three points could take us up to something stupid like 6th or 7th position um, so uh, yeah a good place to, to be and I mean even if we lose I don't think we can drop too far but after you know recent results um, it would be nice to, to pick up some points here today hopefully it's all free. alright so we'll we're, we're join you after the game with some reaction At the palace Out the palace
1: Hello and welcome back to the Six Pointer Podcast with myself, Matthew Tyrrell, and I'm joined by
0: Luke Tyrrell obviously.
1: And we are here for immediate post match reaction of Crystal Palace's 2 1 victory at home to West Ham United here on Boxing Day. Uh, Luke, absolutely taking that 19th minute Jordan IU wonder goal to win the game for us.
0: Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was a great goal, and, and probably I'd, I'd say, you know, I'm, I'm struggling to, to wrap my brain to see a. a to remember a better technical goal That I've seen live in the flesh It was um, fantastic wasn't it To see him get the ball And to be fair he'd done that other times of the game Where he'd sort of got the ball and run at players And and, and managed to take him on And do really well And it looked to me like he'd he'd knocked it too hot too far ahead of himself But managed to sprint, get there Get past another two players And then dinged it over the goalkeeper I I'd probably say it's probably second to that Ambrose goal At Old Trafford
1: that I've seen In terms of technical brilliance Wow, high praise, high praise. Uh we haven't seen it back yet, um but oh, other than on the big screen, but it's fair to say um some way to win the game. It wasn't it's fair to say it wasn't uh, an easy uh victory for Palace, I think often passed very much for the first half. Probably fair to say we matched out each other, Palace West Ham in the first half.
0: Yeah, I I thought I thought we it was probably you know, in terms of chances, I felt the Palace had the more clear cut chances, but West Ham certainly had a, a physical dominance. You know, you've got players like that Hallaire, uh, Antonio up front who I was really impressed with and, and obviously he was instrumental in their in their goal. Um Oh, you finished working out, mate. that's good. Good. You are you're you, you are you finish working out. Um uh, yeah, Antonio I thought was brilliant, you know, at the back they've got that blonde. Uh, you, uh, you know, they've got some absolute units and I thought that at times they were really dominant um in the air and, and, and out muscled us a few times and I think it showed unfortunately, you know, we've been we've we sort of had a few uh I don't know what the word is, but you know, we we've we've not been very positive of Max Mayer on this pod. Um and he had his chance to start today and oh, I just felt he struggled to make an impact in the game and, and there was times when you wanted him to track back and get involved but I, I, he he just when you've got Mayer on the field, what he gives you in sort of maybe linking up the play and, and going and att- attacking a bit more, he you lose a hell of a lot in the sort of defensive midfield work.
1: Well, I I felt he um, he started quite well. The first ten minutes, I think for me was the best ten minutes he's had in a Palace shirt, and then oh, I just think he faded really, and 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 you know he didn't add much after that. Um, I, you know P- Palace West Ham like we said probably, <coughs> probably an equal. An equal first 45 minutes. Um, Neither side really were bothered when the first half whistle went. Mm. Uh, Came out and uh, West Ham's goal came in the 57th minute. Snodgrass, well-worked goal, although from a Palace error in the build-up.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, alluding to what I mentioned earlier about McEwen Tania, I think he made that goal, didn't he? Because he literally bulldozed his way through about three Palace players before the ball... I think, was it ricocheted off someone and Jimmy Mack and looks like PVA weren't on the same page and he was, I think it was Doggrass, It was up pretty much unmarked for a good finish actually, a, a good goal from a West Ham point of view, but yeah, defensively, uh, Palace, you've got to be uh, looking at that and saying that's not really good enough. But good to see Palace get, in, get back into the game pretty quickly afterwards, I think it was only what five, six minutes afterwards, where yeah, I think we got the six, equaliser, yeah. um, where it was a, a, a ball up and... Uh, knocked down and checked Kuto was there and the man who I put my put my 50p bet on he came through for me lovely stuff it's
1: always nice yeah good ball across from Jimmy Mack people around us are screaming into a lay off to Zahara I think But it was really not it? it okay yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah I mean I just felt that he made, the, he made the right move he was looking in the right direction which is what we fail to often do as Palace which is get the ball into the box but you know with with, with a big man in there in sense of Coyote but actually IU did really really well to win win the header yeah. uh, to knock it down to Coyote it was a smart finish you know, and as you as you say, you know, pretty quick turnaround from Palace. Then on, we, we pushed on. It's fair to say with substitutions. I think bringing Conor Wickham on was a positive move for Max Meyer. He then had a, a sort of a one-on-one with the keeper, didn't he? Shortly after coming on, where you kind of felt oh, that that that's our chance gone.
0: Yeah, I, I felt for Conor in this because it all had all the, the hallmarks of a player that was rusty wasn't it I mean in the sense that he got the ball and he was through on goal and everyone couldn't quite believe he was onside he had a look himself and then he took a touch and it was just it was such a heavy touch and it just took the ball away from him and I think that before he knew it the keepers came out well to him and he didn't have any any time really but you know that's the sort of thing we love to see Connor doing is I mean he's a big strong powerful lad when he's fit you know we know he's an asset but um yeah just showed some signs of of, of of rustiness I guess there. Um but yeah I mean Palace kept plugging away and I didn't I didn't, I can't really honestly say that I felt threatened by West Ham too much in the, in the closing sort of 15 20 minutes of the game.
1: No I think based on the second half performance I think uh, my immediate thought was that Palace deserved the win mm. deserved the three points you felt the win West Ham scored it was against the run of play yeah. uh, they didn't offer masses in the second half like I say first half was more equal, equally balanced equally matched second half Palace um, once they got going a bit did did seem to kind of dominate the, the second half anyway and, and probably deservedly got the, the winner in, in, in fine style so are you from the right hand side sort of brought it in kept coming kept coming and you wonder when he was going to lay it off and, and to be fair he didn't really have on to lay it off too did he but you know a, a great finish and i love the dink over the keeper that was the best bit about it
0: it was the audacity wasn't it It shades of that uh benteke finish against chelsea in the sense that yeah. he'd done all the hard work all the hard work and the flashy work had been done and then he was just the calmest man in cellars park you know dinking it over um for a great finish and the place went mental didn't it um but an interesting thing that you and i were speaking about during the game as well was that there were I felt uh, quite a number of empty seats and Palace released an article a couple of days ago on the official website saying that how the Palace West Ham game on Boxing Day was sold out but do you think maybe um, I know obviously this was one of the Second game or second lot of games so that would have been on Amazon Prime. Do you think that might have had an impact on people's attendance, given the weather and it's Boxing
1: Day and you know? I think the weather mainly. If if you looked around, sort of when we were heading into the game, it was absolutely cats and dogs. It wasn't, it wasn't nice, was it? Well, yeah, we're blowing a gale as well. So <laughs> probably more so that combined with the the day itself being Boxing Day. Um, so so where do we go from here? You know, a fantastic win, three points at home, Southampton in two days' time. Mm. Uh, PVA went off injured. Uh, you know, Zahar for me looked a bit leggy today. Is it, where, where, where do we go? Do we do we need to make changes? Have we got enough depth to to kind of push on from here?
0: Well, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's a headache that Roy has got in terms of left back. It looks like a hamstring issue for PBA that could keep it. Well, I, I think it would definitely keep him out the next game. Um, you know, you, you're looking at Reader World to to drop back in there, given that Schlops out long term. Um, all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> the worst time to get all these uh, um, injuries in this run of fixtures now When you think, yeah, like you say, Southampton away And then we've got Norwich on uh, only a couple of days there, isn't it? On Wednesday, is it Wednesday or Tuesday we're playing again? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know to all this review I felt that Jimmy Mack did really well But you've got to think that that bloke probably covers about God knows, about 15k a game or something yeah. like that, isn't he? So... Um, it, it, there's going to be some There needs to be some sort of uh, Move around in terms of the squad I think you might see May even get another start yeah. um, I'd like to see McCarthy um, You know Get get another opportunity He did his bit to come on And try. did his best to get booked again I don't think he did <laughs> In the it. end um, But yeah I think you'll, you'll see a bit more of him But apart from that I don't really think There's much really Roy can do In terms of You know unless you're going to field A bench full of kids And we saw two of them today So not, not that obviously. I think that will have any effect on 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 the team because I don't think Roy is going to, you know, unless he absolutely has to put them in there. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm positive. You know, looking looking towards the next game now, Um I think that this is this is you know a, a decent run of games ahead of us that Palace certainly could pick up some, some good points in.
1: Yeah, and today was one of them. When you looked at it, um, you know, obviously West Ham a few places below us in the in the table, although you know only a couple of points behind. Although now we're, we're up to eighth, aren't we, based on Absolutely. results? I think with the other results still to go. So a very a very good performance. Uh, second half from Palace anyway, sort of ground it out typical Hodgson style, as you always tell me, stay in the stay in the game and and pick them off at the end. And, and very much we did that with you know some tired legs but but you know um well working legs and, and 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 some good good finishing from from um our strike force for once, it's nice to say so so thank you Luke um thanks everyone for listening um next up Southampton two days time like we mentioned there's going to be some tired players out there but let's see what Mr Sir Roy Hodgson can do uh with with the uh, with the team he's got to pick from
0: yeah and just just to make, obviously it's boxing day a very merry christmas to all our listeners um Across the world, now we've got something. Uh, I was looking at the analytics the other day. We, uh, we've got obviously a lot of Danish fans, but people listening in Singapore, Cape Verde. I think that was you. Follow you on holiday. No, right? That was very holiday um, you. You But no, that <laughs> in, in, in Glasgow, in Scotland, in San Jose. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas to you all and uh, we'll speak to you before the New Year. Anyway, so not not quite happy New just yet, but uh, indeed at the palace, at the palace. The Six Pointer Podcast. <laughs>